wonderful morning once again welcome everyone to another live session of the potter's gate online broadcast my name is isa phillips akintola and this is our beyond devotional segment i hope this morning that you are ready for the journey that the father has ordained for you for this day and of course for this year this is the second day of january 2020 we want to thank god for this beautiful day this is a time to begin to get ourselves ready and journey in the light of that which heaven has ordained for us in this prophetic season before we go into what we have for this morning let us pray father we bless your holy name we appreciate you we give you thanks once again for granting us the opportunity to see this day this brand new day this new beginning this season this portal that you have opened for us to walk into your prophetic promise and desire father we pray this morning that as we come together and gather our hearts before you in the place of learning and in the place of execution father lord that our hearts oh god will totally agree with that which your spirit has ordained for us i pray this morning that those that will be connecting and will be listening oh god to this broadcast the lord your hearts will be shifted adjusted they will come to that place in you oh god where better clarity and understanding will be given to them to pursue to journey further and to bring oh god your counsel to pass in the earth we thank you lord that you are beginning to steer a company of people in the earth whose heart desire is to see that your eternal will your purpose and desire yes become established we bless your name oh lord for the order oh god of the second man the last Adam that is becoming visible in the earth. We thank you, O God, that we no longer live life, O God, by the dictates of the flesh. We no longer live life by the, the impulse, O God, of our fallen carnal, soulish nature. We thank you that the spirit man is ga gaining authority and ascendance. We thank you, Lord, that in obedience, our faculties are yielding, yes, to your desire and to your intentions. We thank you, Lord, this morning, Lord, that as we, yes, stay with your word and align with that which your word has given to us, that, Father, we pray, O oh God, that that reality becomes indeed a, a fulfillment in every aspect of our of our day of our life we thank you this morning the truth is becoming even more real to us and we're walking in that divine consciousness thank you for all your spirit has given to us thank you for all your spirit oh god is doing within our spiritual life thank you lord that more than ever before we are persuaded that nothing can separate us even from that which you have called us into our love for you oh god is eternal just like the love yes that you shared on the cross was an eternal love and so we thank you this morning that we have been awakened into this eternal reality of who we are of what you have ordained us yes to become in the earth once again as we pray lord we push back the works of the enemy and we don't just push back father we advance oh god in the name of jesus to every territory we declare this day oh god that we are repossessing yes the land in the name of jesus as we repossess the land of our mind yes replacing oh god the state of our mind with the mind of christ we can go forth out there in the name of jesus representing your, your, de your desire and your divine intention we bless you we glorify your holy name that this morning father once again the knowledge of your glory shall cover the earth even as the water covers the sea thank you father eyes have not seen ears have not heard oh god the thought of men has not begun to comprehend 
the things that you have that you have ordained and about to do in our time in our day we honor you father we speak life oh god to this brand new day we proclaim that 2020 will indeed serve the purpose of god 2020 will advance us further into the realities of the kingdom we bless you father god this morning and we thank you for your spirit that is quickening our hearts in jesus name amen all right once again i want to welcome everyone this morning to this beautiful wonderful session that we are going to start uh this morning i want to start you know uh something we tag uh, the, the the beginner's prayer it's important that we look into amen the, the the beginning of how we begin to engage you know god and 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 the things of the spirit particularly in the place of prayer i think uh, most time we assume that right we are all on the same you know plane and we all understand what the lord demands and require of us particularly in the place of prayer and therefore we just carry on like i always say you know prayer is something that everybody got you know uh, uh, this you know, uh, I believe and, and strong assurance, in fact, that, you know, they know how to pray. But one of the things that I've learned in my walk with God, in my journey with God, is that uh, prayer is is an ever-revolving, you know, uh, uh, reality. Because, you know, God deals with us based on our various level of understanding and, and, and spiritual, you know, you know, a uh, 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 position so if 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 that's how the things of god are in terms of understanding the various level then our understanding of prayer certainly you know differs just like our understanding of the word of god it may differ so i would like us to look into you know what are the basic things that we need to you know understand we need to you know put into uh, consideration when we begin to engage the place of prayer because the place of prayer is one point is one place all right where we are demanded amen to grow in fact there's no way you can grow in your walk with god if you don't have a prayer life and 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 and, and you know vice versa if you don't have a word life you cannot pray effectively. So this morning, I'm going to be looking into what I tug, amen, the beginner's prayer. All right? What are the things we need to know? What, 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 what are the things we must have? What are the you know, uh, uh, you know, values, principles? What are the understanding that is required of us, amen, as we begin to pray? And uh, I, I like to do this every year for two main reasons for those who who are just getting to maybe renew their relationship with god and don't know how to you know communicate and pray and seek the face of god you know and at least i, I found myself in that situation where you know you you they, they talk about prayer yes you you're fresh you just come into the things of god you don't even know where to start from right i think that is something that one can really begin to you know correct in the days that we live in and then we have those who have actually backslidden also who maybe they're saying okay uh generate i'm going to you know uh, re re restart my work with god i'm going to give my heart i'm going to rededicate myself to the lord and i'm going to begin to pray all right but they also may not even know where to start from Right. So one of the things that I, I feel that, you know, it's important that we quickly establish, you know, in, in the month of January, I hope this will not take us long, right, because there are other things we also want to do. But this is important. This is very, very important. And even for those of us who right, uh, become, you know, spiritual uh, uh, machos and, and, and giants, if you will, even though I don't think there is anyone right, that can, you know, 
claim to be spiritual giants, all right? We are what we are by the grace of God. Even in that realm, all right, I'm sure you can still learn one or two things. I mean, this can be a, a you know a, a refresher. This can you know uh, stand as a refresher to you because we need to constantly remind ourselves even of the basic things, all right? The basic things of our of our walk, of our development, amen, are not eroded as we mature and grow. They are just there as a foundation. Good morning, uh, uh, Reverend Roy. Thank you for connecting. Yes, I see you. God bless you. Thank you, sir. All right. So we we dealing with you know uh, the basics of, of of prayer. All right, because we grow, we develop in the place of prayer. All right, but but this prayer, uh, this excuse me, this growth is not automatic. It is things that we need to learn. You need to develop. We need to grow in, all right. And therefore, I feel you know that it's important, all right, for the because I know that there are various levels of people following us, tracking us, all right. Like you know, Reverend Roy, you, I mean, you, you, are great man of God. I've listened to some of your, um, excuse me, I've I've read some of your material. They're very sound, all right. So we we have people like you. Then we also have people who are just coming into the church, into the things of God. We really do not have, uh, you know, solidity. Don't have a foundation of the basics and then we have those who are really advanced all right i mean we see that in the scripture the word of the lord says i speak to you you know i speak to you young men i speak to you you know uh, 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 you know fathers you know uh, you know and i speak to you, you you know children all right so we we have we have various levels amen of you know of 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 our interactions and growth in the things of the spirit but one thing that is important at least with somebody like me as a prophetic teacher all right i want to be able to you know be certain that i'm carrying everybody along all right as as the lord is speaking to those who are elders fathers at the gate god is speaking to you know young people that are youthful you know in their understanding about the things of god vibrant zealous yes you know that joshua generation kind of a people we want to speak to them also and then we want to speak to those who are just being born into the things of the spirit yes the bible talk about those who must desire the sincere milk of the word of god yes that they may grow thereby so we also want to you know cater for those people so we're dealing with or we're catering for three kind of people all right in our community amen we're dealing with young people excuse me not, not even young people we're dealing with children all right the way you're going to relate spiritual things to children certainly it's going to be different from the way you're going to relate amen to you know to teenager to millennials all right uh, you know they're on their own plane they, they they've got their own values understanding about life and then you also want to deal with amen mature elders at the gate all right you want to deal with amen those who the bible says Amen. Their husbands are praised at the gates. I mean, you want to deal with virtuous, you know, virtuous women. All right. So these are all different dimensions of growth and maturity within the body of Christ. Remember that in the, the kingdom of God is like a family where you have all kinds of people. All right. You've got children, you've got fathers, you've got mothers, you've got, and all these are reflected in grace, even in our giftings, in the giftings of God in our life. Amen. They operate on various levels. All right. Somebody can even be an apostle a prophet but it's prophetic you know understanding is 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 apostolic you know wine skin has not mature amen to an elder to that 
position of an elder okay who who can speak and execute the counsel of god yes he's gifted yes he's, he's called yes he's is an apostle by calling but that apostolic calling has not grown has not mature has not passed through various seasons all right so everybody calls them apostles you know everybody's called prophet but we are on different plane we're on different level all right so it's in, it's important it's important that we grow that we develop so in it's in that light that i communicate you will notice that when i'm speaking that uh, my message touches every dimension of the church now that is something that we develop i mean i personally had to you know develop sight or right, into because i know that particularly when you're dealing with online you know a, a platform like this where everybody is everybody nobody's limited nobody's restricted everybody can connect and people are watching from different part of the world from you know different uh, 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 school of thought different level of you know maturity and growth but one thing we want to do <clears throat> excuse me is to be able to carry everyone so what is yours you take i mean what is not yours leave it for you know for those who who you know who's who, who, who's the whose word amen or whose message amen are relevant to i mean the messages may not be relevant to you but it's going to be relevant to somebody else so let's take what is relevant to us and let leave what is not relevant to us i think that is the place of wisdom wisdom is building amen a house and i, I and i want to be amen a conduit a vessel that wisdom can use amen to further to advance the purposes of god but one thing that is clear amen we are all in the process amen of divine construction god is building us the lord is building us he said i will build my church i mean that word has stuck in my life for the past 30 years when the lord called me into ministry jesus said i will build my church so that 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 begins to tell you all kinds of you know realities that is taking place that is shaping up amen within this uh, 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 um, if you will state of building it's not an easy thing to build you know a few days ago i was sharing on that you know while this there's the guy that came you know assisting us just to build some you know things around the house and i was assisting him i mean we had to get stone we had to mix cement and all that and i was there assisting him he was telling me you know pastor you don't don't do this and i said no, i have to help, assist you one you're the only one doing it secondly i need to do it to at least to get the job done quick and fast thirdly i also want to learn you know then it occurred to me while we're doing all this thing i mean you by the time you wake up in the morning you i mean all your back is aching you know your arms are aching but guess what that is construction construction is messy if you're going to construct anything if you're going to build anything it's not going to it's it's it's, it's not going to be platable it's not going to be nice all right it's all going to be messy you know you're going to be having all kinds of you know azadros things around there's going to be all kinds of things around i mean people who don't understand who are not seeing the picture of the end all right will not want to be in a construction site because i mean it is dangerous there are all kinds of things and this is what you know many people are, are I think are afraid of when it comes to spiritual construction all right because when you look at the mess that is going to be taking place for you to construct anything meaningful and 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 and, and lasting you know you, you have to pull down certain things you have to get the ground ready you have to dig foundations you understand there are all kinds of things that, that that must take place that is not uh, you know uh, that's not some joke you know that's not something you you really want to do if you are not determined that's why the bible says you have to consider first that you have what it takes 
that you have what it takes, not just to lay the foundation, but to finish it. it it's not going to be easy if we, if we really want the Lord, amen, to engage us in the place of construction. But guess what? If we don't allow the Lord, amen, to build us, to, to, uh, to, to, to construct us, amen, to, do, to perfect his work in us, guess what? We will not be able to represent him. All right. Thank you so much, my dear sister, Sister Miriam, for connecting this morning. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, Happy New Year to you and your family. All right. So, so it, the place of construction is a place where, you know, we get to be engaged. And we're talking about construction. We're talking about renovating our mindset. We're talking about, amen, developing our, you know, our values, changing our values from the rigid, you know, concept, amen, that we've grown, all right, to that idea to that philosophy to that belief system to that value system that is kingdom based all right i, I shared the word this morning heaven is moving us amen from you know church structure into kingdom organism even in organism there are construction amen there are there are constructions within our biology amen so that everything speaks into each other they fit into each other yes the body the body the human body amen is the most complex construction the human body is the most complex, hallelujah, construction because everything is so, <clears throat> is so built, amen, to the letter that everything is perfectly in sync. You will agree with me that what we see today in the church does not look like a perfect construction. But we also, we also understand that the church, amen, is a work in progress. We understand that. But we also understand that there's a point that the Father, amen, begins to redirect our steps. Because when you look at scripture, the law, everything that the Lord did, <clears throat> that he spoke and, and, and he gave to us, were done from the view of the kingdom of God. I think that is something that we are finding difficult to really embrace. We talk about the kingdom, amen. We preach about the kingdom, but our values, our orientation to life, amen, to, to relationship, amen, it's not kingdom-based. I mean, in fact, if you look at kingdom in the natural human sense, amen, you begin to get an idea of what the kingdom of God represents, even though that, that cannot be used to measure, amen, the realities of the kingdom. But even that itself, amen, tells us a little bit. Today we live in a world, amen, that is democratic, you know, democ democracy has impacted and, uh, and has weakened, amen, our sense of spirituality. Because if, if we have to do everything based on our democratic, humanistic point of view, we will not embrace everything the kingdom of God demands from us. We will not appreciate we will not accept amen we will reject it imagine imagine god speaking to abraham take your son your only son and go <laughs> to one of the mountain all right and, and sacrifice him you know there imagine abraham and sarah living in a democratic world and sarah say excuse me abraham where do you think you're going well the lord have sent me to take this ball we're going on a journey I mean, in a democratic right, Sarah will say, you dare not make a move. If you move with this child, in fact, you're going to be sleeping in prison. <laughs> that is democracy for you. Because in, 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 a, in a democratic society, we cannot reason, amen, we cannot reason kingdom. We reason us, we reason me, we reason myself, we reason our own interests, we reason what's, what serves us. You know, kingdom, kingdom is about beyond you. Kingdom is beyond, amen, our own idea, our own feelings. Kingdom is beyond our own interest, amen. Kingdom first thinks of Christ, God, the Father, amen. Then kingdom thinks other people. Kingdom relates to, you know, the interests of God, <clears throat> excuse me, the interests of God, the interests of, of, of others. But in democracy, it's about us. 
You understand? That's why I, I, I'm not sure how far the world is going to go with the idea of democracy. Not like there's a better, you know, human government system. All right. No, there's nothing better. So, so is it that you have democracy or you have the kingdom of God? And when we talk about democracy, well, they, they use it here on earth. But we can begin to develop a, a, a biblical understanding. Amen. Wow. Yes, democracy is there, but we can begin to understand that this is just an interim government. Amen. And if you really want your home, amen, to prosper, you want your family, your relationship to advance, to succeed. Amen. Wow. Yes, you learn and you practice that democracy, but don't bring it to your home. Leave your home via the values of the kingdom of God. The human system which is captured in democracy are one of the things today that is weakening the church. That is why you find all this issue that is happening in the body of Christ happening all right? because we have embraced certain values. We have embraced certain ideologies, certain culture. Amen. And you know one thing is democracy almost like is fitting into all other system, other religion except for one thing. Amen. The religion of those who are following Christ. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not talking about the religion of Christianity. Christianity that men practice. Christianity that the world knows. Amen. Christianity that government talk about. is totally different. Amen. From the Christianity. From the life. Amen. That heaven has called us. Amen. To emulate in Christ Jesus. Amen. Christianity ought to be. Amen. One practicing Christian. Christianity ought to be a, a, a reflection of one following Christ. Following Christ. Amen. And following religion amen are two different things are two different things you see in my home it's a war when you try to bring in the values of the kingdom but we're bringing it yes it's it's gonna take time in fact i will agree i will i will believe that is the same in your home because we all grew up in a democratic society we all grew up in certain value system religion tradition amen there's a particular view lens that has been given to us that we grow up there is a there's a particular you know template all right that will be poured into that have shaped us amen regarding how we see things how we you know view things how we communicate how we interact amen even in in the place of relationship between husband and wife amen children and fathers you understand you know all those things have impacted our life to the point that you want to practice your christianity in the way that heaven desire 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 it and design it but it's not fitting in it's not communicating because there are two two value system amen living you know in the same roof so you have to continue to address that thing. Now that is the that is the king warring with you know warring with you. All right, that but that's in fact that is the ultimate battle. All right, when the values of God begins to engage the value system of the world, the value system that you grow up with, the one that your mother gave to you, the one your father gave to you, the one society amen gave to you, the one that your friends colleague gave to you. You understand? The king is saying no, not in this place. If you want to walk with me, you can't bring this value in. So there is a continual in a war going on within our heart, within our life, and within our home. That's not the devil. That is God bringing us to alignment. Why? Because he wants to use us. Why? Because he wants to you know, uh, 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 make us a reflection, amen, of his glory and of his, and, and that's why when you begin to walk in this concept of kingdom life, kingdom value, guess what? You will be at loggerhead with a lot of people. A lot of people are going to fight you, not because they are not good people, not because they hate you, but because of the value system they've subscribed, because of the value system they've imbibed. You know, what will happen in our life is not two people fighting, it's two value system fighting. 
All right? Well, you know, I, I've met a lot of people, nice people, who just don't like, they just don't like me. And I understand that. So why don't you like me? What, what have I done wrong? In, in fact, I'm like, what, what did I do wrong? It's not what I did wrong. It's the value system that I, I subscribe to. Amen. Challenging the value system they have subscribed to. You understand? You say, no, in, in my house, certain music we don't listen to. No, a Christian song, Christian song, but we don't listen to them because those Christian songs are pseudo. They are just soulish, all right? They're, they're there, they're pretending. They're not, because you see, what you listen to, what you watch, what you, the world you create, amen, defines your reality. The world you create, and you say, well, we're just listening to it. You know, it doesn't matter. It does matter because listen to this. The, the, the ears is a gate. The eye is a gate. Amen. The mouth is a gate. You've got to understand that everything that you surround yourself with, amen, the people around you, no matter how nice they are, they are impacting your life directly or indirectly. Amen. The song you listen to, amen, you listen to news, you listen to too much of, in fact, when you listen to too much of South African news, you will become depressed <laughs> you will become depressed i mean i'm one i don't miss news but but you know just towards the end of the year i began to say to myself i said i think you need to just you know I, and the reason why you know i listen because i've got to know what's going on in the country but you listen you open the you, you know the news and all you hear is you know the the, the 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 killings and it's just too much it's i mean that can make you feel sick depressed and that's a good sign because if, if 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 listening to news and you hear somebody was maimed, this person was killed, you know, this person was chopped down, that person was buried, and, and all that, and you know, and you don't you don't you don't feel anything again. You don't feel you know some resentment or even you know a, a repulse against those things. It means something is wrong with you. It means something is wrong with you. When news just become news, you know, something is wrong with you. Something must must be stared in your heart when you hear news, when you you watch something and you, you know, uh-uh, this it shouldn't be. That's God. All right. But I, I tell you, <laughs> listening to too much of that itself can be depressing because you also want to create an environment, amen, where you can hear God. You can understand his voice in his mind. What I'm saying is you don't want to live, amen, within a system, amen, that, that, that has climatized you. All right, that has captured you to the point that you are, you have been indoctrinated by a foreign ideology, by a foreign you know spirit. You know that's what they do in marketing. In marketing, you keep hearing the same thing over and over. Why do you think they will tell you you can you can have you know uh, uh, what's this one that I've got now? There's this um, online streaming music thing, Spotify. Spotify. They say you can you can listen to Spotify for free with ads <laughs> and you think oh wow that's a nice one after i can still listen to my news i can excuse me i can still listen to my songs i mean i'm on spotify but guess what while you're enjoying your song then one crazy advert comes in all right and they know one thing about in the human nature you know the way the human you know body is constructed particularly the human psyche is that when you keep repeating a thing over and 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 over again you start believing it. In fact, you, it's, it's like the body start, you know, adapting to that news. You start, you know, you start imbibing the values without you knowing it. Without you knowing it. Two things you must learn in life. If you want to, if you want to succeed and break through amen, in life, you must learn the nature of God and, and also understand the operations of the fallen nature. Those are two powerful things you must learn. The nature of God, amen, 
and the character, the operational value of the fallen human nature. If you don't know these two things, you're already a failure. Accept it from me. That's a good one for you know, 2020. You're gone. So if you take things on the face value, you relate on the face value, you've been captured. You're just a waiting disaster. That is what is called sight. Sight is that you understand about, you know, the ways of God, the things of God. You understand the operation. That's sight. But you also understand how the world operates. That nothing is given to you for free. So when Spotify says you can listen to a music, no, they are trying to capture your soul. Yes, you listen to your own, but we were in between because they don't announce to you when they're going to bring in the adverts. So here you have the adverts on a black label. You have the adverts, amen, on how you can get another loan. You have an advert, you know, on, you know, God knows what. You, you understand? It's free. So if it's free, they own it. If it's free, they own it. Owning it means they, they've been able to get to you. We've got, we've got to understand all these things, all right? But I think I've said too much around this. We're supposed to be talking about, amen, the, the beginner's prayer. But I think this is important, amen, for, you know, a beginner in, 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 in prayer and in the things of God to understand what I'm talking about. Because, you see, this is, this is, these are information that will transform, that will revolutionize your life, that will impart your pattern of thinking, all right? I, I need to, I need to, the Lord has been speaking to me. You know, since we did that, you know, uh, a series of teaching, amen, on, on, on uh, advanced you know, consciousness, we've got to come to, a, you know, a position of an updated concept of how to think and how to be aware of things. And the Lord has been speaking to me about the mind of Christ. You know, my Lord, so many things we need to tap into when it comes to the mind of Christ. Have you noticed that the mind of Christ, amen, it, 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 basically it's not just talking about the sense of being so spiritual, the mind of Christ is the operating system. Is the operating system of human existence. Let this mind be in you. All right, that is different from being, you know, prayerful, being having the word of God. That is different from Hallelujah. You know, that is a level of intellectual, psychological, you know, position of of of, of existence. A mind, amen, is a place where you reason, is a place where you think, is a place where you make decision, is a place where you get to know things, is a place where you where you where you you know conclude. That is the point, that's the place where all you've learned in life becomes relevant or irrelevant. You go to school, you know I mean you spend 21 years for people maybe who are into some you know a, a certain field of you know of of you know of skill. Some of them like doctors doctors they've spent about 21 years you know learning to become you know to become a good doctor. And even when you finish that you're still learning. You understand? You've learned all that. You've learned certain values about life. All is in the state of your mind. Amen. The best of surgeons, the best of physicians, the, the best of, you know, scientists all deals with the state of the mind. Now tell me, tell me the field, all right, that you can learn, that you can become so, you know, you know, vast in terms of knowledge, in terms of experience, exposure. That can be compared to the mind of Christ. That's why when you truly begin to engage the realities of the mind of Christ, they will begin to show you something that in the natural human sense, 
you're not even qualified to know those things, but you just know those things because the mind of Christ is a mind that exposes you to things, that exposes you to knowledge, that exposes. That's why I keep saying, listen to this: a true believer, a true follower of Christ, all right, is never, amen, a failure. You cannot define a true follower of Christ. It's just like saying you've been you've been prophetic, all right, and you're not creative. It's impossible. It's just impossible. That's one of the things I'm going to be teaching, all right, in our prophetic school. I mean, I've been teaching on that for years, all right? One way you can you can enhance your calling, you know, your 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 assignments, your 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 function, amen, in life is like is is being prophetic, just being prophetic. Pro, pro, being prophetic is an enhancement, amen, to your life. All right, because they will show you things. I mean, how do you think Daniel got to know some things? I mean, he wasn't there when the king was dreaming, yet he understood the dream and he gave the interpretation. The same with Joseph. All right, yes, a military guy, David, he's a military warrior. Yet, with the mind of Christ, he 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 understand, amen, the the, the strategy of warfare. Come on, jo Joseph, amen. He, I mean, he he he. You can say he's an economist. From being an economist, he became the prime minister. Who gave him the capacity, amen, to know the principle of saving, amen, a nation from famine? God. You see, so there's no way you can track with God, amen, and not become intelligent. That's the point that I'm making. But this intelligence does not come from our, you know, sensual, fallen nature. That's the point. It doesn't come from our fallen. You see, I can pray from my sense, but I can pray from my spirit, man. The prayer, the prayer that I pray from my spirit, come on, is well enhanced than the prayer that I pray from my senses. Because we have certain knowledge, information we've stored in our mind, all right? So we just bring those things to view in the place of prayer. God doesn't answer that kind of prayer. In fact, those kind of prayer will, will get you weak, amen, and, and, and feeling tired and feeling hopeless. Because you're wondering, I've been praying for three years. What's going on? This thing, <laughs> this morning while, while I was just on the bed trying to get up. No, no, in fact, I was, I was in the toilet. You see, these are, these are how God speaks to me. He speaks for, to me from my bed and then to the toilet. That's how my day starts. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm sitting, you know, you know, trying to relax, and yes, then the, then God starts, starts speaking to me. You know, it's from the bed to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so while I'm in the toilet, I'm, I'm just there, and the Lord said to me, listen to this, this is very profound. You don't pray to know my will. Listen to this, you don't pray to know my will where my word has already revealed it to you. In that point, you only pray to execute my will. My word is like God. So early in the morning, this is a this is a this is a huge one. Listen to this. You don't pray. Because when God, I mean, why do we have the word of God? The word of God reveals the will of God to us, all right? Now, if the word of God has explicitly revealed certain things, thou shalt not lie. You don't go to God and say, God, I want to know your mind regarding lying. Should I lie or should I? <laughs> you get the point? Where the will of God is revealed, execution is all that is needed. Where the, I love that. Where the will of God is revealed, execution is what is needed. Now, where the will of God has not been revealed, when you don't know the will of God, then you can go to God, amen, in prayer to reveal his will, to reveal his mind, yes. But there are certain things that God have already told us. Look, this is it. Like, I'm not going to go pray now and say, God, is it your will for two men to get married or two women to be living together? Could, could that be your will? Because there is no place in the word of God. So, you see, my ideology 
my ideology about you know societal reform and societal you know culture is sourced from the word of god because the world system also sourced their ideology from somewhere so the battle is about the source not about what people want. I don't care what people say. Oh, well, it's my right. Well, it's your right. And then you are going to face the consequence of that choice you've made. And there are many choices that I've made in time past that I thought, well, it's my right. Guess what? I suffer this consequence. I suffer the consequence of those choices. So in my love for people, I tell them the truth in love. See, this is what the scripture says. You, may, you don't have to agree with me. In fact, you don't have to like it. But my is to help you to understand. At least I'm, I'm, I'm assisting you to know this is what God, God's word says. Because guess what? 10, 20 years time, the will of God does not change regarding what he has spoken. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. The will of God does not change. <laughs> God is not going to wake up one morning and say, well, you know, Isaiah, I changed my mind. God doesn't change his mind regarding that which has been written. It's written, it's written. The whole world can be killed. Every believer can be killed for what they believe. It does not change the will of God. You take me tomorrow and bring me to a place and say, okay, let's talk about, you know, gender. And they say, well, well, it's, it's, democrat it's democracy. It's democratic that two men can live together. I say, well, that's democracy. That's fine. But in the kingdom that I come from, come from, amen, in the, in the, in the life that I have solicited, that I, I live my life by, that is an abomination. That is aberrant. It's not allowed. So if you want to argue, you can argue from your own perspective. That's your choice. And I'm not going to fight your choice. No, that's your choice. Because every choice, amen, must produce a consequence. It can either be good or bad. So that's your choice. You've made your choice. So that's, you see, that's why we have to begin to tell people the truth. Why do you think they gave us, amen, something called truth? Truth is the final arbiter, amen, of all decision. Truth is the final arbiter of all decision. I wanted to make this thing very elementary. <laughs> oh, Lord, help my soul. I really want to make this thing elementary for beginners. Amen. But I guess this is, this is elementary. I guess this is important because I want us. Listen, we cannot afford to be dilly-dallying around issues. All right? <clears throat> Many of the things that will be taking the time of people in this new year amen, will be around decisions. All right? What should I do? You should know what to do. Why? Because the word of God has explicitly told you what to do. And in the place where the word of God is not clear, all right, in regarding what to do, then you go to God in prayer, all right? Then, then he begins to open your eyes of understanding. Then you begin to see either from the word, oh, I never saw this. Yes, that was, that's what happened. When you start praying, when you start praying, the things you don't see in the word of God, suddenly it's like they just, they just get amplified. Have you, ever, have you ever experienced where like the word of God just comes out to you? Where it's like the word of God lifts out, you know, a truth lifts up from the scripture, just facing you, hitting your face like this. Yes, that is God speaking to you. And sometimes, amen, God will use, you know, people, experience. God may send people to you and say, I've got a word for you. Or, you know, they may even be speaking without even saying, I've got a word. Do you know many times we receive prophecy without people saying, thus yet the Lord. <clears throat> because listen to this, it's a lie. It's a lie for us to think that prophecy is every time somebody says, Thus yet the Lord. Do you know, several times in my message, I, I, I've been prophesied. I've, I've prophesied to people, and people don't even know because I'm not saying, Thus yet the Lord. In fact, I learned not to say, Thus yet the Lord in my prophetic engagement. That's why people think, You say you're a prophet, but we never hear you say, Thus yet the Lord. You see, that is for people.
people who are still growing in the prophetic. When you connect with through prophets, they don't have to say, Thus saith the Lord. Every aspect of their life is, Thus saith the Lord. <laughs> Every aspect of their life. You don't just see, see what they say. Study their life, their mannerism, their movement, amen? Their home, their marriage, you know, their children, you know, the, where they live. Everything is speaking to you. You have to see it. If you can't see, you don't see. That's just it. If you can't see, you have not. You need. You just need to open your eyes to see this thing. There is no area. There is no aspect. Amen. Of the life of a called one, particularly in the prophetic. Amen. That such a life is not a message. It's a message. Everything about your life, because God works on every area of your life to the least, to the least thing, to the least thing, to the least thing. There is no, there is no, well, we've perfected with everything, but that one is just, uh, it's inconsequential. Leave it, it's small. No, no, no. They walk on the listing in your life because every aspect of your life, amen, is a flow of the river of God. That's why you cannot look at the life of a man, amen, and judge. This guy doesn't have a car. How can you be a man of God? You don't have a car. How can you be a man of God and you're living in this small house? How can you be a man of God? You're living in this big house. Everything about your life. They give you a big house. They give you a small house. They give you, amen, a four by four. Or they give you, a, you know, a spoke of bicycle. Not even the bicycle. They give you a Everything is a message. But it takes those who would sight to see it. So you cannot, you cannot conclude and judge, amen, by, you know, by the environment or by, you know, the way the man presents himself. You know, many of us, We've been called of God, you know, been trained and built of God. But we don't like how God is presenting us. So we change. It's like a woman who is naturally beautiful, all right? Naturally beautiful. And then she, she doesn't like how she looks, all right? So she decides to go. I mean, I like what this Miss Universe, I don't know how many of us who watch, you know, our, our interview, you know, this Miss Universe. She said, no, my hair is just so natural. She, my hair is just so natural. I left my hair like that. So if I have to change my hair, <laughs> you understand, because I'm competing in some pageant. He said, then something is, is wrong with me. I said, go, go, lady. You, you, you're, the, you're the girl. You're the woman we're looking for. He said, no, this is just who I am. Do you think God can speak through, through you know, a pageant? Yes, God speak. Because God is telling us that we have to be who we are. And you could see confidence in this lady. Amen. And all the way from South Africa here, my, I just said, yes, that's what we're looking for. As much as I won't sit down and watch, but I mean, somehow, I, I mean, I just saw it. And in fact, you know, she was being interviewed by uh, uh, um, uh, Trevor Noah. And I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. She said, I just want to be who I am. Because the world says, if you, don't, if you don't present yourself in the way we want, we will not give you what you need. That's a lie. That's why you see a lot of our sisters, they go into, you know, uh, uh, into the beauty in industry, you know, you know, things like that, fashion, and they have no, they have no message. You have, what are you bringing there? It's not just to suck up to what everybody's doing. It's not just to be dressed the way everybody's dressing. I mean, in fact, the world system, they make a statement by how they look. All right, if somebody paints a hair yellow, pink, you know, blue and, and white, listen to this. That's a message somebody's preaching. There is nothing we do just by doing it. No, everything we do. If somebody decides to pierce, you know, our, you know, our lips, pierce, our nose, pierce, this, pierce, what? Listen to this. That is something crying out from the inside of the person. Don't look at the, what you see. It's a message on its own. 
It's a message. You see, so if we've got to understand that the world we live in today is a world of battle of ideology. Is a world of battle of ideology. Ideology rules the day. So if you have the mind of Christ, if you have the mind of Christ, you have the mind of Christ, listen to this, you will not feel insecure. And you will not feel disenfranchised. You will not feel disadvantaged. You will not be pushed to do things amen, that you know contradicts your value just to please others. I say, I don't do things to please others. No. That God delivered me from that. Yes, decades passed. God delivered me, set me free. <laughs> you understand? You know, some some people came some time ago to, to come see me, you know, and and they're coming to my house for the first time. You know. And, and I'm like, Lord, okay, so what am I going to do? And the Lord said, what do you have to do? Then to prepare the word <laughs> that you must give to them. You know, because it's so natural for the human mind. Somebody's coming to see you for the first time. You want to, you know, portray a different aspect of your life. After all, you need to clean the house. You, you know, I, I mean, I live in a home where you have children. I'm in a house where you have children. How do you keep the house clean? Just tell me, how do you keep the house clean? Because, I mean, their mother just finished cleaning the house. Everything is looking nice, you know. 30 minutes later, you come back to the same place. It's going to be crazy because they're all over the place. Now, are you going to look at that to judge my position as a spiritual man? Are you going to, is it because that's how we think in the human realm. No, no, I've got to fix this thing. Everything has to look perfect. Come on, you lie. You lie. So all I did was, okay, you go shower up, get yourself ready, all right? I don't need to dress in a special way. Excuse me. I, I, and that was it. And I'm sure when they came, like, okay. And that has happened several times. People come into your space, and they're expecting. They've got this expectation. I always like to disappoint people. When, when you come to me or you come into my space with your own man-made expectation of what you what, what, what do you expect to see in the life of a man of God? What do you expect to see in the house of a man of God? The Bible gave us a good example, amen, of, of, of the greatest prophet in the scripture. His name is John the Baptist. He was the greatest prophet. I mean, that sounds crazy. John the Baptist, the greatest prophet. Yes. After all, Jesus said it. <clears throat> I mean, that's huge. So you begin to ask yourself, it is not, I discovered that the prophetic is not about the, the volume of what you, you, you did in the name of God or for God. It is how you obey what he demands from you. That's all. So you say, you mean, you mean, you mean John was greater than Abraham. John was greater than Elijah, Elisha. John was greater than Noah. John was greater than any person, including David. All of them who call themselves prophets in the scripture. John the Baptist was greater than all of them. But guess what? The Bible also says he's the least in the kingdom. Scripture. The scripture will mess you up. See, that's why you need kingdom orientation to understand the things of God. Why was John greater than all the, all, all, the, all the prophets? Because he was the last prophet that prepared the way. He was the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord and make everything that it, Isaiah and all these guys prophesied. John was the culmination. He was the fulfillment. He manifested those prophetic words and brought it into reality. That's why when you track John, I mean, certain things you begin to understand about the kingdom of God. And you also begin to understand about our fallen nature. <clears throat> Alright? So, John, 
He feed on the Bible say he feeds on wild honey, <laughs> locust. <laughs> he guards himself. I mean, with a with a belt, you know, of uh, the you know uh, of of a camel. He's wearing a camel skin cloth. I mean, this guy is just crazy. I mean, anybody who sees John, you don't want to relate with him except you understand that everything that John represents symbolizes his assignment. You get it? Except you understand that. So you can't even come into the heart, into the life, into the space of a prophet without having a certain degree of sight. Or else you may actually miss, you may miss the reason why you're there. You may miss the purpose of God. You may miss the voice of God. Because while you're still expecting, you know, God knows what, maybe some smoke to be, you know, floating around and you're expecting, and you may just see the man or are playing with his children, you know, in the sand. And, and uh, guess what? The word of the Lord is with him. And that's me when you come around my house. Yes, while I'm very serious about the things of God, but when it's time to play with my children, I'm down there. We play, we run around, we go to the field, we play football. I do all that. Yes, you can do all that, still tracking God. We've got to understand how to live life in perfect balance. Yes, there's something called uh, the perfect balance of life. But all that can only be connected, connected to when you have what is called the mind of Christ. I tell you, I think God is speaking to us. We're going to track something called the mind of Christ. I think our understanding about the mind of Christ is being revamped. I, 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 feel, so. I feel God, the, the Lord is saying, I'm updating, I'm, I'm upgrading what you understand by the mind of Christ. And the scripture says, let it be in you. All right, let's go back to what we're dealing with. So much has been said, all right? I, I, I don't want to take so much of your time this morning. I'm hoping to finish this under 60 minutes. We've done 14, 48 minutes. I'm hoping to finish this in 60 minutes so that, uh, um, because I need to rational, rationalize, or what do you call it now, ration my bundle. All right. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. We're dealing with, you know, basic, basic principle, basic understanding that we've got to have in engaging the place of prayer. I call them the beginner's prayer. And you'll say to me, oh, you've been talking about, are you, are you saying that is for beginners? <laughs> I know that doesn't sound like the beginner, you know, a word for beginner. But, well, I, I, I'm just speaking from my heart. But I intend that to be, amen, for beginners. And I've explained what that means. Beginners, maybe for those who are just coming to Christ, getting to understand, getting to, in beginning to understand what kingdom life, kingdom values you know are all about or those who actually backslided and they're starting their life afresh say you're starting your life afresh amen you walk with god afresh amen in 2020 how do i begin to pray what are the things i need to know how do i begin to approach god all right these are the things all right that i'm trying to deal with or maybe you just want to refresh you know, your, your, your sense of spirituality when it comes to prayer and the things of the Spirit. Remember that when we talk about prayer, we're also talking about the things of the Spirit. You cannot divorce prayer, amen, from the things of the Spirit, from the ways of God, amen, from the issues of the kingdom. You cannot. Prayer is one, one aspect of many angles, amen, that, that, that deals with com communicating or communing with God. Prayer is just one angle. All right? What you do in prayer, what you say in prayer, how you view prayer, amen, how you hear, all that are part of prayer. So it's not just, oh, oh Father, thank you. We've, we've gone beyond all that, amen. We're coming to a day, hallelujah, where understanding 
where understanding, amen, is being given to us. We're coming to a day where clarity of heart, clarity of mind, amen, regarding prayer and the things of the Spirit, amen, are being given to us. And that's why the disciples, they went to Jesus. They said, teach us how to pray. So, so you see that the foundation of prayer of a strong, amen, uh, a, a relevant, you know, a, a robust prayer life begins with what? Teaching. You've got to teach people because what you teach becomes part of your life and the expression, amen, of your values. What you teach, amen, many of the things that I've been talking about, amen, basically is to challenge some of the things that we've learned in life, all right? We learn in two ways, amen, either by sitting in classroom. You know, formal, you know, uh, education or informal education. My, my, I don't have a lot of formal education, but I've got a lot of informal education. But the best form of education I have is spiritual education. Spiritual education. Some people got a lot of a lot of formal education. They've got, you know, some people got three degrees, four degrees, and I appreciate that. And I, in fact, I promote that. We need to get a lot of that. But the beauty of that is when you connect that with, Amen spiritual education amen and informal education but because informal education is what teaches you character that's why my 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 son is very very you know you, you could see this boy is going to be almost like a genius i mean the, the way he know things the way he understand things and i mean but i realize that it's not enough to just promote him in that area yes education i also want him to be able to you know understand what life is so while he's with his uh, you know with his tablet doing what as okay Samuel, it's time to leave that tablet now can can you go wet the garden can you you know fetch me something can you you know you have to teach that child amen you know how to relate how to communicate how to walk how to serve now he's understanding before he used to be he used to fight no 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 the sister, I mean, she's very good with that. She, I mean, the, I mean, like I said, I was doing some labor work with, you know, cement and stone. We're trying to fix some things at the back of our house here. Now, my, of course, my slippers were so dusty and dirty. Now, this is my daughter for you. Now, I'm relaxing yesterday because I was finished talking about tired. I was tired. So I'm just sitting down. Then she comes to me. She said, Daddy, look at your slippers. I just cleaned it for you. I said, wow, Jemima, you're such a lovely girl. I mean, you're just, you're just a different one. That, now, that's, that, you see, she, 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 she's got this natural instinct to do, to just to do things. You don't need to tell her. You don't need to teach her. Now, that's me. Now, that's me. <laughs> Even though the mother will not agree. <laughs> but that's just me. You know, you don't need to tell me, teach me what, you know. I just go out of my way and, and make sure the things, and I'm talking about manual job. Yes, this guy, you know, saying, no, uh, 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 pastor, no, no, you don't have to carry stone. You don't have to do that. I said, if I don't carry stone, then what am I doing? No, we've got to build this thing together. So we're looking for stone all around. We're looking for, you know, what to use because, I mean, it's constructing. I must be there. He's mixing the cement. I'm carrying the cement. That's part of it. You know, a lot of people have, have abdicated spirituality from these things. They say, no, 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 that's not my place. That, who told you that's not your place? Who told you don't get your hand dirty? I mean, I used to fight my wife when it comes to issue of garden because now she wants, she's, you know, she loves garden. I love the beauty. I love to admire the thing. I just love the, you know, admire and take a picture of the nice flower. No, but she likes to put her hand, you know, on the soil. And, and then she calls me, please, can you dig that hole for me? Can you dig another one? Oh, no, nah, no, nah, you, no, nah, no, 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 please, no. Nah. <laughs> I 
I, I had to repent and say, okay, Lord, I will assist this woman. Because to me, go get a gardener to do that. And God said, no, but you're the gardener. These are all part of the, you know, the, the prophetic principle and, and, and life I've created for you. It's all part of learning. You understand? So you have to understand all these dimensions of life. So why you have this high qualification, why you have this, you see, but you also must understand that there are other things that must balance your life, less with your high qualification. Guess what? You're disqualified because certain things you are asked to do at the workplace, you see it as, as, as degrading, you see it as menial, you see it as, you know, uh, 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 not dignifying enough. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you're just being tested. Because listen to this. A true leader is not one that is qualified, just not just one that is qualified, amen, to lead in the front. A true leader will also lead when no one sees him or her, will also be doing things that, in fact, the least person will not accept. Jesus said, yes, you've been called to be the leader. He said, but the least, the least, the one who, who chose to be the least will be the first. Do you know what that means to be the least? It means you are the one that they send around. <laughs> You're the one that they send around. You see, occasion, he may allow David in that position of being the least. He was sent to go give his brother, you know, some loaf of bread and milk and all that. But guess what? He won the day. He won the day. He became the voice of God. Hallelujah. Among, you know, a system where only skillful men, only powerful, well-developed, well-trained warriors, hallelujah, thrived. Yet David, because nobody knew when God was training David, nobody knew when God was preparing David at the backside of the wilderness. Nobody knew when, hallelujah, God was using the sheep to teach David. Because you see, one of the greatest things you need to learn, amen, to be a leader, amen, is to learn from the sheep. Sometimes we come and we impose. We impose our own idea. You know, I can, I can, I can tell you this because I mean, I pastor for, you know, twenty years plus. I can tell you this. It's easy, all right, to believe that you know what to do, to know what to say, because that's what you learn in Bible school. That's what you learn in your business school. That's what you learn, all right, in watching YouTube and all that. No, but God said, no, no. I need you to learn leadership from the people, from the sheep, and for you to learn from the sheep, sometimes you have to smell like them. It's not an easy thing to be to be cleaning the poopers. You understand? It's not an easy thing to be cleaning, all right, you know, the the the, the banyard. It's stinky, it's smelly. Ah, but guess what? That is the place of the making of the king. That's the place where they shape you. To sit in the classroom and get knowledge and education and information is good, but the practicality will enhance that. And when you add that, hallelujah, with, with, with. The knowledge of God, with the knowledge of the things of God, I'm telling you, you will get to the place of rulership and you will still relate with the people. That's why you see all these leaders, when they get up there, when they get to the place of leadership, they lose, they lose touch with the people down there. Because, they, were, they, because they, did not, they did not come from down there. Even though they came from down there, but they never allowed the things that ought to, that ought to teach them and keep them uh, amen, at that, on the, on that level of humility. They never allowed that thing to, amen, to be established in them. So it's easy for them to just pass through that route and get to that point amen, of affluence and influence and power and authority. And suddenly they forget that they are called to lead the people. That's why you see, I always tell people, no amount of money that comes into my life, it doesn't change me. There is nothing you're going to give me tomorrow that's going to change who I am. 
I am who I am by the grace of God. Nothing external can change this man. And there's nothing you take from me that will change me. Because the things around me does not, does not make me. Whatever I have are all designed to enhance who I am from within. What I represent in the kingdom. Well, I guess this is a good one for, you know, people growing up in the things of God. <laughs> we want to talk about be beginner, beginner concept, amen, of praying. Can you see what I'm talking about? You see, prayer will take you through all this dimension so that when you pray, your prayer is regulated, amen, by a life that is sustained in the character virtue, character, you know, quality of Christ. You're not praying prayer that you, you, are, you cannot sustain. You're not praying for things, amen, you're not ready for. You're praying, your prayer is helping you to develop and to grow within the spiritual pace that heaven ordained for you. That is how we pray. We pray with knowledge. We don't pray with ignorance. We don't pray with blind state of mind. We pray because we understand, hallelujah, where we are in God and what God has ordained for us as we track, amen, our eternal inheritance and destiny in Christ. Amen. As I speak in this level, if you Put me tomorrow, amen, among the top echelons of the, of the society. I will still function. I will not lose a sweat, drop a sweat, because I'm sitting among prince and kings. I'll still be myself. Because I understand how life is. I'm never intimidated. But I didn't wake up like that. I live my life being intimidated. I live my life in fear. I grew up, all right, being scared you know thinking of op people's opinion all that impacted my life because particularly if you if you if you if you're from africa if you're from africa and you 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 you've been through some of the you know you know uh, natural you know poverty value system that africans grow up there's no way you will not feel fearful intimidated insecure in, you know, uh, uh, try to make impression. Everybody, every African has got that. Even if, even if you were born, guess what? Outside, the, you know, the, the the continent. In fact, it's even worse there because those whites they will make you feel like you're nothing. You see, you see those guys that are playing football. Those African guys playing football, with the money they have, those guys are wealthy. Yet they still call them monkeys. <laughs> Can you imagine? They still call them monkeys. So, so you have to deal with certain identity. But the, the, the point that I'm making is that what defines us is what we have come to know when we are in Christ Jesus. It changes you. Now, that doesn't stop people from looking at me and still making up their mind on what they want to see. But you see, that doesn't affect me again because now I know who I am. Amen. And I understand how, uh, you know, the Lord is dealing with me and how God, amen, is, you know, imparting my life to represent his prophetic intention. That not everybody will, will one day come to believe and accept what you're talking about. But guess what? You're casting your seed upon the waters. Amen. You're sowing your seed. And somehow, some of this seed are going to fall on what the Bible calls a good ground. And they will germinate and bring forth seed. Amen. Unto 30, 60, and 100 fold. So let's focus on that rather than focus on trying to do things just to please people. You would never be able, amen, 
to please the world. You will never be able to please even your own family. You will never be able because people have their own, you know, view and expectation of you. Live within the structure of the values of God, of the expectation of God for your life. All right. That also, amen, reduces the kind of prayer you pray because half of the prayer, in fact, 60%, 70% of the prayer we pray, amen, is basically to get us some fig leaf to cover ourselves so we can make some impression. You understand? Amen. We want to make impression. God bless me. God bless me. I, I know a lot of people this, this December, you know, they, they, they got themselves some new cars. But that car, you know, you don't, you, 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 that car is not a priority in your life. But you got yourself a new car because you want to prove to people that, hey, come 2020, hey, the Lord has done it for me. But guess what? When you start going to the bank, when they start deducting that money, you start realizing the pressure on you. You made a bad decision and a bad investment. You could still wait two more years with that car that you have, all right? You could still wait two more years with that car and settle. Did you see the scripture? In, there's a scripture that says, amen, before you build your house, build your business first. And that means so many things. That means so many things. If you cannot build what will sustain three cars, four cars, when you buy them, then don't buy one. Because that's, that must be a word for somebody. We, we live by divine priority. But you see, if you have not been taught what life is all about, you'll be living your life to impress people. Even when you pray, your prayer, amen, will be soulish. Your prayer will be pseudo. Your prayer will be self, self-centered. Your prayer will be materialistic. Friends, we're coming into a day of the kingdom. If we're coming into a day of the kingdom, then these are things you need to begin to understand and track. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to leave this message the way it is. All right. Tomorrow, then I'll focus on what I want to talk about. All right. Because I think uh, if I begin now, I, I'm, I'm not going to do justice all right, to this concept of the beginner's you know, prayer life, all right? We, we want to deal with that. But I think the Lord has given us a good foundation, at least maybe for those who are just beginning 2020, maybe these are some of the things the Lord wants us to know, to understand, amen. We need to begin to imbibe in terms of values, in terms of understanding. And all this speaks into what is called the mind of Christ. When you have the mind of Christ, your values change. When you have the mind of Christ, your, your, your projection about life, about things change. When you have the mind of Christ, amen, you, you, you reduce the distance, amen, of trying to please men by presenting yourself in a particular way. Guess what? There are people that will like you for who you are. And in fact, they will love you for who you are. And there are people that no matter how you try to impress yourself, even in the things of the spirit, they will still take advantage of you. They will still abuse you and they will never. In fact, I was thinking about this word a few days ago, if I'm not mistaken. You know, there are certain people in our life who are very spiritual. Well, let me not say spiritual, but just allow me to use that term spiritual. They, 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 they know who you are. They know you are, you are a person of the spirit. They know you are mature in the things of God. In fact, they've seen you grow. They've seen you develop. And maybe, you know, you guys grew up together spiritually. And somehow you've been able to, you know, uh, uh, move ahead of them in terms of the spirit. Not, not in terms of material things, money, but spiritually you've, you've moved ahead. You've gone before them. And that's 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 very re- relevant in the scripture, all right. Not everybody, all right, that we we begin our spiritual journey with that we can define as being spiritually equal. In fact, I don't, I do not believe that there are people who are spiritually equal, all right. We're not we're not equal when it comes to the things of the spirit. We might 
talk on an equal level, but when it comes to how, because you see how, how God deals with us and relates with us, all right, differs. And how we respond in obedience is what matures us and what makes us, hallelujah, to be, if you will, ahead of others who may have better platforms, opportunity, even in the things of the spirit. And, and, and I was thinking about this a few days ago, and I discovered that those people that you began your, maybe your spiritual journey with, and they realize that, in fact, you, you are ahead of them, but they will not accept that. And you know what they do? They try to look for things, amen, to, to, to malign you, to bring you down, to, to talk you down. All right? When you share things that are spiritual with them, when you try to encourage them, when you try to, they, they, they see it as nothing. They, they will never accept that. But this person has gone ahead of us. It's like you, you start a race, all right? Even though our walk with God is not a race, but I'm just giving an example. Let's say you start a race, a 100-meter dash, or 200, or 400. You start a race. At your mark, said, go, boom. And you all began at the same pace. And somehow, you know, you began to gather speed and momentum. And you start leaving them behind. And somehow, you got there first. But because they, these people already have this mindset that they are better than you. In fact, they used to run better than you. And they have this belief that, no, you cannot win the race. How can you win the race? In fact, they say, let's, let, let, let's have another try again. And you have another try and you still beat them. But they just never come to the point of accepting that, what a minute, this guy is better than us. This woman is better than us. And they continue in, in their ungodly, unruly, ri rivalry spirit. People from, people from that kind of mindset, please stay away from them. Or else they will bring you to a point where you will always want to prove a point when you're around them. You don't want to do that because that is a place of distraction. And distraction brings destruction. You don't want to do that. You don't want to live amen, in a state of spiritual competition with people. You don't, please. If, if, if that is something amen, that, that, that has happened or is happening around you, I, I want to advise you. Amen. I want to advise you, stay away from people amen, who are into amen, spiritual competition. Not this. I'm not talking about material competition. Even though they may think they have material things better than you. In fact, I think that is part of what's, what informs their, their idea that they are better than you. Well, I pray better. Can't you see what you know, my prayer has gotten me? You know, we prayed. Look at how big our church is today. I mean, I've got friends back there, you know, back in those days, we all grew together. Today, many of them, they've got mega churches, mega. When I mean mega churches, they've got mega churches. I don't have a church. Not because I don't want to have one, but because that's not the will of God for my life. Now, does that make me lesser in the things of God than those people who are pastoring 1,000, 2,000 people or even 5,000 people? Does it make me less a spiritual person? Do we define spirituality by the number of you know, people we have? In fact, do we define spirituality by being, past, by being pastoral or by being in, in the pastoral walk? Because that's the problem we're having in the body of Christ. Have you noticed that many people today who God has called and power and grace to, to minister to the body have left the ministry of the body to the ministry of a church? Oh, Lord Jesus. They've left the ministry to the, of the body to the ministry of a church because the church gives them more prestige. The church gives them more, 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 more class, more platform 
they are respected because when you're going to refer to them, you say that apostle, that prophet who, excuse me, not, in fact, well, these days we've got prophet pastoring churches. <laughs> that, that man of God, that bishop. You can be called a bishop. In fact, you can be called a bishop with 10, 20 churches under you. Yet your spiritual authority amen, cannot withstand one man that God has called to just go stand alone somewhere. As a principle in the word of God. Philip was a successful, you know, pastor, you can say. But they say, leave, leave, leave all those uh, 5,000 and you go the way of Gaza. Listen to this. Obedience to the voice of God is what enhances our spiritual government and authority in the things of God. It is not what we're doing that people are watching, that people are saying, wow. Listen to this. When a prophet comes to town and, and the people who claim to have big churches and, big, and cannot recognize the voice of God, Amen. And cannot recognize the imprint of God, the, the, the seal of God in the life of that man that comes to town, amen, with, with a bicycle that comes to town, amen, with, with somebody without a car. But yet, the host of heaven are backing this person. You cannot see that. You miss your dear visitation. That is something we have to pray for, particularly in South Africa. How we value how we value spiritual leaders, how we value men of the spirit, women of the spirit has to change or else we will continue to miss. This nation has missed at their visitation several times. There are people God have sent into this nation to do some great work to impart amen, this nation, but we missed it. You know why? Because we were, we were looking at them. That was what happened in the days of Jesus. The children of, the, you know, the, 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 the children of Israel amen, were expecting their Messiah from a particular, you know, value system but when the messiah came amen from a dimension of a life that they were not expecting in fact it came from an humble amen, background and i think god amen, is still in in that business of introducing his man from an humble state it's not changed the manger is still amen the principle of god introducing hallelujah is king come on i said the manger is still the value system that god uses to introduce his king the Bible says, and the word of God came to John the Baptist in the wilderness. I hope you understand that the entire order, amen, of Jordan, amen, is a spiritual structure. The word of the Lord bypassed, amen, Caiaphas, bypassed Herod, bypassed all these great people that you can think about in, amen, in, in, in the city and located one crazy prophet who lived on wild honey, locusts. <laughs> Um, you know, come on, it is, it is how we are able to track. Now, when the word of God is going to locate John the Baptist, you better have sight to see, to track, amen, the movement of the word. Just like those, those, those guys, they had the capacity to track the star, where the star is going to go. Or else you are going to miss, we are going to miss our dear visitation. Because this thing, the Bible says the kingdom of God does not come by observation. If you're looking for, you know, some natural material, you know, things to observe where God is. Ah, you have missed him already, friends. You've missed him. You've got to be able to track in the spirit. That's why you, that's why I'm, when you come to, when you connect to us here, I want to, I want to, I want to develop your spiritual mind. I want to wake you up spiritually so you can see things. You see, when you become truly spiritual, your eyes of understanding gets to be enlightened. Your ears, amen pops open hallelujah and the things that you will say will align with god's desire and intention for the day you're not going to be saying things that everybody is saying 
Do you notice that prof true prophets don't say what everybody says? Everybody say we're going north. They say we'll go south. <laughs> All right. We've got to understand these things. All right. So heaven is bringing us to a day, amen, where we've got to mature in our, in our walk with God, in our engagement with the things of the Spirit. Let's not live in some, you know, a competitive environment, on, you know, and some, you know, get rid of that. It, it's not working. It's not going to work. It will keep you in a in, in, in perpetual cycle. You'll be cycling that same hill and mountain for the next 40 years. You will never grow and enter into amen, the borderline of the new day. Listen to this, friends. We have to break every form of competition, every form of carnality, every form of you know, uh, 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 unruly, fleshy, ungodly you know, concept of existence. We have to begin to press into the spirit. Amen. Don't, 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 don't do partisan spirit in the things of God. Yeah, that group upon, uh, against that group. You see, that's what we call today. They call it network, but they are groups fighting each other. Men of God fighting each that group against that group. All right, they are all in the same community, but they are fighting over territory. But they are all in the same territory. See, that's not church. That's why we say that thing men call church is dying. Is dying. It's a day where we flow into the stream of the kingdom, and in the kingdom we are all one. Even though we carry our unique grace, calling, giftings, amen. But all that I sink into one voice, one message. The kingdom of God is coming. His will on earth must be established. So when we do that, you won't be fighting Isaiah. Isaiah will be, will be fighting you. You know, we will understand that whatever we're doing, amen, as long as we are all sourcing from, amen, the tree of life, we will be ministering into the building up of what is called the body of Christ the ecclesia father we want to honor your name this morning we want to give you thanks for your spirit and your love and mercy let us continue to shine truth oh god into our heart thank you lord that you have continued to reveal your heart and intention to us even when we are not ready you you still come and you speak to us and i thank you this morning once again i thought i was going to speak about helping the people to lay some foundation on how to begin to pray effectively. Yes, we did talk about that, but you, 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 you took it to another dimension. You, you, you expanded the word, and I thank you for this fresh word. I thank you for this fresh meal, for this bread. Yes, Lord, as we continue to break the bread, uh, open our eyes, oh God, to see. Open our mind, oh God, to begin to flow into what is called the mind of Christ mind of Christ when we become spiritual and we are partakers of the mind of Christ we will not use our spirituality against our brother no we will not fight we will not we will not seek to 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 present what we are not we will not seek to make an impression we will not seek to prove a point. No, we will use our spirituality to lift up our brothers and our sisters. We will enhance each other. We will encourage each other. We will resource each other. So I thank you this morning. I notice, oh God, that many of the people that are watching this morning are people, some watching for the first time, some are connecting, but I can I can see the diversity of, of the connection. And I pray, Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, that, Lord, as we enjoy and realize, oh God, this, this di diversity, oh God, may we begin to understand that we need each other, but we cannot claim to serve each other if we have our own agenda. 
If the reason why I'm going to listen to Isaiah is because I need to prove a point or I need to, ah, no, no, it's not going to work, Lord. Help us to understand that we are one body. And the body is the most complex structure of all construction. So help us to understand that you can be who you are and function in your own grace and still flow into my life while that does not impact or affect who I am in Christ. Let us understand the unism of your church. Let us understand that we are moving beyond structure to organism. To organism. We want to understand the ecosystem of your kingdom. How we all depend on each other to live, to survive, to function, and to, to walk, oh God, in the, in, the, in the reality of this brand new day called the days of the nearness of your kingdom. Father, we pray this morning, may your kingdom come into our space, invade our heart and our mind, oh God. Pull down everything in our life that does not reflect your glory. That does not reflect, oh God, your desire, your standard. Father, we declare, let every ideology that we've imbibed, that is man-made, that is carnal, that is flesh, let them begin to collapse. Lord, as you raise for yourself, oh God, a new day, yes, of men and women call walls and gates. Thank you, Spirit of God, that once again, this restored gate will have elders sitting there that will speak and execute the judgment that is written. I thank you. I honor your holy name for this glorious day. This day, oh God, where your spirit once again is imparting us, yes, to know how to fit, how to connect stone to his stone, bones to his bone. We bless your name. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Well, I've come to the end of this live broadcast this morning, friends, and I do really want to express my appreciation to every person out there who has connected with us this morning. Well, I believe you've connected to a life, to a stream, to a spirit. We are coming to that place where the Bible says it's called the church of the firstborn, a place that is called the assembly, yes, of, of, of the saints, the place of the innumerable company of angels. We're coming to Mount Zion, the place of perfected beauty. This is, this is our message. And I pray this morning that as we hear this word and allow this word to minister to our heart, to our spirit, that we will begin to adjust, to see, to the demand of God been established in the earth. Thank you so much, uh, my dear brother, Brother Gregory. Thank you so much for connecting with me this morning. Thank you, uh, Brother Jerome. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, my dear sister Jane. Thank you. It's always nice to have you connect. Thank you so much. Amen. And uh, uh, Prophet Shane, thank you so much for connecting. I appreciate it. Amen. Appreciate you, my brother. Amen. And uh, my dear sister Tina, amen. Fam in September, thank you so much once again. It's always nice to have you connect. Amen. Sister Ronell, thank you. Jonah, Jonah, thank you for connecting. Really appreciate it this morning. I want to pray the blessings of God upon all of you. Amen. And uh, yes, I see Reverend Roy. Amen. Sister Miriam, thank you so much for connecting. Also appreciate it. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. 
always nice to have you, Reverend Roy, connect with us. Thank you. May the, may the grace, may the life, may the power, may the wisdom that is flowing from this stream, may it flow into our space, wherever we're watching from. Amen. May this river flow into Tanzania. All right. We're praying that we'll be able to have connection in different parts of the world. Tanzania, you know, uh, Zimbabwe, uh, uh, um, yeah. In fact, I'm looking forward to where we'll be able to connect to the entire, you know, uh, um, um, Sadek region. All right, we'll be able to connect him to those in in, in in Zambia, you know, in Angola, amen. In um, where else again? Botswana, you know, all this place. We want to, be, and we've got some people connecting with us, amen. But we want to be able to do it, do this on a live stream, amen. And beyond just you know Southern Africa, we want people to connect with us from different part of the world so please continue to pray for us continue to share amen this uh, uh the link of this message is we, we pray our desire is to cover the earth amen with the knowledge of god's glory god god is revealing his glory and glory is light and no one comes within the within the ambience of light amen without getting transformed this is a day of transformation the kingdom of god is coming near near us. So thank you everyone once again for being part of this beautiful live broadcast. Really appreciate uh, your connection. May the year 2000, 2020 continue to strengthen, amen, and bring grace and wisdom and favor into your space, into your life, into your home, into your family. It's my desire that the Lord will continue to strengthen your hand, that God will release favor, amen, into, into your life, into your space, into your ministry, that God's mercy and love, amen, will continue to guide you and lead you, that the spirit of truth will guide us into all truth. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.